Hey, Sean. Hey, David. <laughs> okay. Question time. When you are filling a cup up or a water bottle up at a water cooler, what is the process of getting the water out of the large jug into your small vessel there? Step one, cut a hole in the box. Step two, put your junk in that. Whoa, wait, 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 wait. Sorry, sorry. Uh, put the cup underneath the spout and then press the button. Okay. That's what a normal human being would do. I know a guy who, for some reason, has the thought process of pressing the button, allowing the water to spill out of the spout all onto the floor and surrounding area, and then place his cup into the stream of water. Like he's like trying to clear out the spout first. I I don't know. I feel like that might be the thought process, but literally like this guy just leaves and there's a huge puddle of water on the floor. Like it's one of these things that's like, how have you made it this far in life that like, this is the most basic operation ever. And you, you can't do that. You're a monster. I know. You know, what's not going to be, uh, a mess spilled all over the floor for someone else to clean up. I'm hopeful it's this episode of the Scene On Screen podcast. Hey, whether it's your favorite tabletop adventure, movie, or video game, we've got you covered. Welcome to the Scene On Screen podcast with your hosts, Sean and David. We're one week closer to Christmas. And you know what that means, David? I've got half my shopping done. I have no idea what I still need to buy. I'm stressed out to the max. And I just need a hug. Wait, you, you, you're you only half done your shopping? I think I've mostly done it, but like, I don't know. Question mark? Mm. See, I, we, I, finished, I finished a few weeks ago. Now it's just kind of like, you, you know when you're... You're you're done your significant shopping and now you're just kind of looking for little things that you're like, oh, maybe that might be a little good addition to stuff. Or it's like, hmm, I would like that for myself, <laughs> but should oh. I buy it for myself? Maybe well, it not. depends because like depending on who your Santa is, they might not be the best at taking hints. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, actually, the uh, the Santa in my life just pretty much tells me straight up everything that they're getting me. So that's no fun. But no, it I will, isn't. <laughs> I will. I will tell you, I'm a little stressed because I have things that haven't arrived yet, and they were ordered a week or two weeks ago. Oh, that's that's brutal. Yeah, like when you pay for three to five days shipping, and it's been five days and it hasn't left yet. Is this uh, from something like from Amazon or or like another? One was a company that I saw on TikTok. So that's oh, funny. there's your first. There's your first mistake. One is from the shopping channel. Okay. And uh, one is from uh, a place. Oh well, there's your second mistake. <laughs> you ordered well, something the, from somewhere that you don't really know. No, I just I don't want to say it because it'll tip somebody off. Oh, gotcha. You know, I, I've actually been pretty lucky with uh, some of the shipping stuff. I've ordered some some last minute things off Amazon and and they said that they were going to show up uh, by like the 22nd or 23rd. I was like, OK, whatever. It's it's not anything that's super significant that I need right away. Right. Yeah. But uh, they showed up like three days later. 
after I order them to the Great White North. Oh, you know why? Because I live closer to Santa than you do. Oh, and Santa owns Amazon. I forgot. That's right. Actually, speaking of Santa owning Amazon, have you watched the Santa Clauses yet? No, I've stopped at episode two. Okay, I, I, I like. I know I, I have to finish it, but like, I, it's I so bad. It. No, it isn't. It gets it gets pretty good. There's a there's yeah. con- it, there is some pretty good stuff. Like some of the stuff is kind of like yeah okay, but for the most part, it was it was an enjoyable six episodes. It's it was a solid. Like the the ending was was pretty good. I bet you I could predict it. Oh yeah, yeah. try me, try me, try you. Yeah, I bet you it's either he doesn't retire or his son eventually takes over. Because Cal Penn as Santa Claus makes no sense. I'm not going to say you're incorrect, but I'm not going to say you're correct. Oh, so Cal Penn is Santa Claus. No, no, no. Santa Claus just uses Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of watching something, Sean finally watched a few more episodes of uh, Andor. Look, man, I didn't come here to my own roast. Okay. This isn't a roast. I'm, I'm excited for you because... If any, if anyone wants to know the message that Sean sent me after he watched uh, a few more episodes of Andor was, hold on, let me, uh, let me scroll up because you know we talk all the time. I think it was oh. like episode six is fire or something like that. It was, it was a good episode, but unfortunately with Andor, I'm having a very hard time remembering any of their names. Not only that. I had no idea. Like, I must have dozed off. And then I watched it again, and I didn't see the jump. So I must have loosely paid attention. But, like, all of a sudden, he's a tourist and vacationing, and he's, like, he's got weapons hidden in a shower. Yeah. Like, it just happened so quick. I was like, what? What? Yeah, it's just, it. that is, I would say, the, the one thing that they did kind of, like, a time jump thing without really explaining or saying anything about it. But other than that, it doesn't really uh, change anything. Pretty much, you know, he's got all this money now, so he's hiding it, right? Yeah. And living living the best life, sleeping with aliens and shit. It's it's good, but like also we know how it ends, so No, you don't. We've seen Rogue One. Yeah, but you don't know how this ends. And actually, so later on there is one of the greatest monologues in recent recent memory in this uh, in this series. Yo, you you're getting into a really really good part of the the series. It really does pick up, and the story kind of divides because it goes into like multiple multiple stories. But they introduce a lot of characters and stuff like that that you really start caring about. It's you're you're in for a treat, but I'm glad that you're finally watching it because then eventually we won't. I won't have to bug you about watching it some more. <laughs> do, do you know what I learned? You just jogged my memory about the word monologue. You know, in Christmas Vacation, that rant Clark goes on, right? I was like, I uh, want to call him yes. a cheap lie, no good, rotten, four flush, and snake eating, inbred, overstuffed, pig eyed, dogless, dickless, brainless, hopeless, heartless. I'm doing that off memory. Impressive. Beverly Beverly D'Angelo in a, a podcast recently said that Chevy Chase didn't memorize that rant. I know. Really? Shattering. Wow. So 
all the family members, when he was recording that rant, were wearing cue cards on their necks. And he just read them across the room. So he didn't actually have to memorize the rant. And that hurt my feelings. Why? I don't know. It just seemed so genuine. Like, I just thought he was just throwing stuff, whatever came out of his mouth, like, in, out of his mind onto the screen. Oh, you thought it was more like improv. Improvisational, yeah. Yeah, you thought it was, he was, he kind of improv it. Yeah. You know what? That's understandable. I think the way that it's presented, though, is kind of, it, you, it's kind of natural. Yeah. In the sense and- that, like, you know that he's not, well, I don't know. Just because he's got cue cards doesn't mean that he's memorized it. So it's still kind of like a pseudo improv. Improv. Why can't I say that word? That's okay. You've you've been <laughs> you've been day drinking on your eggnog. Yeah, I have. Oh, the eggy milk, man! It's it's everywhere now. Actually, you know what? I saw an abomination. Yeah, you did. I bet you. I know exactly what you're going to talk about. Fucking almond milk eggnog. Oh, not even. Oh my god! Do you not know what? Oh god! You, it's probably you, not come. It probably hasn't made it up this far north yet. What do, is it? Do you not know what is it? Do, do you want? Do you have cable? No, no. And you wouldn't watch you know, like commercials because you have YouTube Premium, right? Correct. Okay. I'm gonna okay. have to search this up though. But what is it? Are you ruining Lindsay. Christmas for me? Oh boy, am I ever! <laughs> so. I'm just going to quickly click into YouTube while I try and describe this for you. So Pepsi and Lindsay Lohan have a commercial. And it's about eggnog mixed with Pepsi. That sounds absolutely disgusting. Oh, my God. And you know what? The Nitro Pepsi was pretty bad in itself. It's called Pilk and Cookies. Oh, my God. This is the really Pilk and Cookies. Pepsi's trying to market this shit. I'm Pepsi. so angry. But um, yeah, one of my sales reps was just like, hey, so have you heard of eggnog and Pepsi? I was like, she's like, what was that? I was like, I, I hate the taste of eggnog, let alone. Oh, my like, God. Pepsi's not even that great. I know the Great White North doesn't get Coca-Cola, but like. Yeah, we do. Do you? Okay, you know what? I, th- I saw a picture of this. And you were like, this oh, is, cool. This, this isn't real. It, can't it is real. Be. It's their, It's a Pepsi ad. Oh my god! You know, I saw a picture of this on Reddit, and I thought it was like a joke that someone made, like just like they a really good Photoshop. But this is actually a thing. So yeah, some people were like, "Oh hell yeah, Lindsay Lohan's back!" Oh my god, eggnog and milk or eggnog and Pepsi. But the, who who would have thought? Pilk. Pilk. <laughs> It's so gross. <laughs> that that does look disgusting. I tried the um the new McDonald's candy cane fudge McFlurry. Gotta say, pretty fucking good. Does it uh, bring you back memories of Christmas past? It does, but it also gives you like it's not overly minty. Mm. So like there is that emphasis. Like it's literally the hot fudge from the Sundays just shoved in a McFlurry. So it's like coagulated hot fudge <laughs> inside your McFlurry. Yeah, I was uh, I was thinking of getting one today, but 
I didn't. Maybe maybe on the weekend I'll I'll pick one up. You went you went the consistent show show night. You were like, I gotta go get AW. No, actually, you know what? We've McDonald's has actually been having better coupons as of late. AW still has just had the trash like free upgrade to onion rings, free pie, or yeah, th- their Fubon is broken. Is that what you're using? Fubon? Well, it's it's I'm using their website, so Fubon pulls them from their yeah their website as well. No, their webs their coupons are trash. They're trash. They're like trash. You're literally saving fifty cents. You remember when you get two teen burgers for five dollars? Not anymore, Fupon. You're out of here. Hell no, you could get two two teen burger combos for like fourteen dollars. Wow. Which the, was phenomenal. The, those are the those were the good old days. The good old days indeed. Like I went to uh like a surplus kind of warehouse sale thing the other day. Mm-hmm. And uh, I discovered where all the G fuel is hiding in uh, in Ontario. <laughs> really, it's all in a warehouse in Cambridge. But like, I've never seen so many flavors. And like, when I went down to the states recently, I saw like four or five flavors at like your Walmart and your Target. But there were so many. So you're looking at the Sonic Peach Ring one that I, I think I gave you. Oh no no no! You gave me the uh, Tetris one. Oh Tetris, yeah. And then I got on my shelf back here. I have the Mega Man one, which I picked up when we were going to uh, Minneapolis. Nice. I so I picked up the 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 Rainbow Snow Cone, which ha- kind of tastes a little bit like coconut water. Not gonna lie, mm-hmm. not like it didn't really get that snow cone feel. I got a blue slushy one like the chug jug one and i got a ninja cotton candy one so did these all expire last year no they're all still good but like reasonably priced for this like considering i've seen prices elsewhere yeah i also tried prime hydration last week is that the amazon branded uh electrolytes no that's the logan paul <laughs> electrolyte isn't that the guy that was like charizard a U- yeah a U- a YouTube guy, and then he uh, went to do UFC and got his ass kicked. Yeah, now he's a WWE wrestler. Same guy. It's funny because I was at the gas station, and this guy walked to me up to me. He's like, "Would you like a Prime Hydration drink?" I was. Hey, you like, want to buy a watch? I was like, "No, thanks." And he was like, "Oh no, I work for Prime." And he pointed to his van. It was just this white panel van and a bunch of candy hanging. <laughs> <laughs> But he was just like, no, no, I work for Prime. And you touched his PP, and then... <laughs> he gave me $20? No. He uh, he was like, hey, do you want to try this? I was like, sure, I guess. He's like, yeah, we're just... We sell at Circle K now, and, or like this Circle K, and we just are trying to like introduce it to people in the area. And they sell it for like $3, but if you go to that uh, showcase store, it's like $10 a bottle. It makes no sense. None. None whatsoever. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. It's been a it's been an interesting week. I finally found the grail of all grails to my my Funko Pop collection. I know I was impressed. Now I don't a have to Snowman search for it anymore. Stormtrooper. Oh, that's not the one you're talking about. No, uh, a friend of mine added it to a Secret Santa gift from somebody else to make sure I got it. But I now have JD from Scrubs. That's amazing. He, yeah, he looks down at me from from my Funko Tower. Yeah, I look down on you too. That's just Cause because because I, I live slightly taller. Well, I live northern, <laughs> more more north than you. Do you know what I look down on? <laughs> Illumination 
and Nintendo's <laughs> decision making skills. Oh my god, this is it's so bad. Okay, Mario, not Mario, Mario. Mario I, just for I, the. I, I was gonna say I did watch a cool breakdown video from the Game Awards for this clip that they they showed of Super Mario Brothers, and I gotta say. Uh, I'm in shock with how much I'm going to hate Chris Pratt through this entire film. It, it takes so much away from the movie. There's a clip on YouTube that you guys can watch. You guys can go out and watch this right now. Just I don't even know what it's called. I was so angry. <laughs> it's just a, a mushroom king, a clip of the Mushroom Kingdom. So Toad and uh, Mario are going through the Mushroom Kingdom and. And there's so much cool stuff in the background that's from the different games. It, it is definitely a nostalgic. It scene. is filled with stuff, but it's literally just Chris Pratt as trying to be Mario, but he can't. It's there's one part in there where he's uh, jumping across some bricks and he says something and it literally it's like it's got like the worst like pseudo italian brooklyn accent i've ever heard in my life and <laughs> you he, know, he's I, a he's boston mario oh yeah and i i can't say i could do any better but come on it is going to be very very disappointing i am going to wait for the fan edit of the movie where someone takes it and they isolate the the dialogue tracks because usually from in like a 5.1 audio mix, all dialogue comes from the center channel. So it's a little bit easier to isolate it. So I have no doubt that someone's going to just revoice Chris Pratt (laughs) and do that. It's like the fan edits of like star Wars and stuff like that, where people edit the, the movies, like the trilogies together. So it's just, I don't know, watching the clips, it's so disappointing. And like Illumination has turned comments off on their YouTubes. Nintendo has turned comments off. Reddit just says whatever it wants. It's pretty lawless out there. It's just, I can't believe it. Yeah, that's the first thing I noticed after watching the trailer because I was like, oh, I want to see what people are saying. And then you scroll down and says comments have been turned off for this video. So obviously... Illumination and Nintendo know that the response is going to be very negative in regards to. Could they recast him at this point? No. Why not? Because then they're going to have to reanimate every mouth. No, they won't. Yeah, they will. Why would they? Because that's how they animate. They animate based off the, the sound. Well, it would be based off of the, the words. Yeah. Woohoo. Yeah. And they just get someone to do uh multiple takes of it till it sounds right. That's how they used to do the animations and stuff like that. Sure. I don't know. Like they could they definitely could. They could pay pay Chris Pratt off, like, you know, because he was paid a base fee and all that stuff and whatever. And they they could change it by now. I I I don't know. I think we are hoping for uh, a Sonic the Hedgehog kind of situation, right? Where the the backlash was so strong that they did go back and and re redo it. But because comments are being turned off on these 
YouTube videos and stuff like that, we're not getting as much backlash as we would probably expect because people don't have a, a venue to really speak out against it unless it's Reddit or Twitter. I'd agree. I'm, I'm very concerned because if they don't, and Sega made the right choice, or who who was it? DreamWorks, or was it Sony who also made that? No, Sony's not. Maybe it was Sony. Uh, I don't know. They made a good decision in changing Sonic Sonic's face mm-hmm. to Sonic. I just I think everybody's so stuck in their ways here, and because this has been like a thing for three years, like he's so cool. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's over before it starts, and people are going to go to this movie and they're going going to clown it. Yeah, uh, tw- Paramount. Wait, Paramount did Paramount Pictures did um, did Sonic, and it was the Sega Se- Sega Sammy Group, and then yeah. some other various animation companies and whatnot. But now, for a little context, because you guys should, if you haven't seen the clip already, you should go see it. But this was dropped in the middle of the Game Awards. Which was an absolute win for the community and another kind of ugly loss for Sony in a way that you wouldn't expect. Elden Ring won, I think, three of the major four awards. If you want to go further, they won three of six and God of War won the other three. But Game of the Year, Best Game Direction and Best Art Direction all went to uh, Elden Ring. And then Narrative, Score, and Music and Audio went to God of War. Sony Sony lost out a little bit there. And I'm okay with it. But did you hear how many exclusives they showed off? Versus Microsoft Zero? It was like four. Mm -hmm. They showed off a clip of Spider-Man. They showed off a bunch of shit. But this is all in the wake of more problems with Sony and Sony causing all these issues with Microsoft and the FTC getting involved now with the deal. That is, uh, I have a feeling it's going to still go through, but everything stems back to this whole call of duty thing. Right? Yeah. And that's the thing is like with Sony just showing off like all their exclusives, it doesn't really help their, their case. Right, because they're still showing that they have all these exclusive games. And then what was it? The FTC or whatever is like suing Microsoft in in one of the countries. It's not the FTC suing, I don't think. think Yeah, I read an article that FTC was suing Microsoft. Oh, wait. Uh, The market regulator is suing the parties over the proposed acquisition and believes the deal would suppress competitors while Sony has been making a case to these watchdogs. Now, Phil Spencer has come out saying Sony is trying to protect its dominance on the console and the way to grow the market by making Xbox smaller. He continued by saying Sony has a very different view of the industry than we do. They don't ship their games, uh, or sorry, they don't ship their games day and date on PC. They don't put their games onto the subscription when they launch their games. He continued. Mm-hmm. Sony is leading all dialogue around uh, why this deal shouldn't go through to protect its dominant position on console. The thing, gra- the thing they grab onto is call of duty. The largest console maker in the world is raising an objection about one franchise. We've said all along, we would continue to ship to their platform. 
It's a deal that benefits customers through choice and access, Spencer argued. Here's the thing. And like, I don't want to keep beating this, this horse down. Sony right now, if you if you have Call of Duty and it's not sitting under your tree, Sony right now, like this weekend, had an exclusive extra day of uh, double XP and access to a map. A one-day advantage. That means these Sony players got a gun a day early. All this stuff. And and the thing, the advantage of that is it? because the game is cross-platform multiplayer as well. Yeah. Right? So they are getting that advantage against literally 30 or 66% of the, the population that are playing Call of Duty as a whole, right? Yeah. And like, so, or Microsoft isn't stupid. And this is what I think Sony doesn't understand. So I'll try and explain it to you guys. Like I'm five. I'm going to, I'm going to pretend I'm going to explain this deal just on Sony's perspective. I make apple juice and your friends like to drink apple juice. Why on earth would I stop all of your friends from drinking apple juice when I can make money off selling my apple juice? This is, this is what Sony's like. Oh my God. You guys own Call of Duty. You're never going to let us play Call of Duty. You're never going to let us sell Call of Duty. Why would Microsoft ever be like, nah, I don't want to make money. I'm only going to sell to 33% of gamers. Right. And they even said that they can put, they can put uh, Call of Duty on like PlayStation Plus and and whatnot. Like they don't want to put it on PlayStation Plus. They want people to pay for it. Sony does. See, that's the main difference between. That's that is like one of the main differences between the uh, the mentality, I guess, between Sony and and Microsoft. Like Sony has Game Pass, and we have like the day one releases of games. Their library is is massive. Not saying that the PlayStation library isn't massive in itself, but Sony wants people to buy these major releases day one. And for like the first six months and then they go on, then they might go on as like a trial for PlayStation, PlayStation plus essentials or whatever it is. Whereas with Microsoft, we get day one releases on game pass. So developers are still making the money from, from game pass. Like obviously if it wasn't profitable to an extent for the developers, they wouldn't have their games. They wouldn't agree to have their games on Game Pass. Could you not, though, at this point in time, just be like, you know what? In order to make this deal go through, we agree that for the first five years, we won't put Call of Duty on Xbox until a- Game Pass until after Christmas. Or for six months. Mm-hmm. Halfway through its life cycle. The problem is, I think, Activision Blizzard wants to go down to two. Or by bi- yearly, right? Mm-hmm. So or biannually, is that well, it's like, you know, that's not necessarily a bad thing because when Call of Duty first came, like when they rebooted Call of Duty, they rebooted it with Modern Warfare, right? 2019. Yeah. And that was a, a huge change for the franchise. And then after that, it was how many years was that? They focused on Warzone for for quite some time. Yeah. So it's been. Warzone started just as the pandemic happened, which was kind of like convenient for everybody. Mm-hmm. And then Cold War came out as a launch title or yeah, as a launch yeah. title for the PS5 and the Xbox Series X. 
very fun story. And then it gets into this. Uh, we got Vanguard the next year and then Modern Warfare 2 the next year. So then again, like they're just getting back into this yearly release cycle. Remember when Ubisoft was releasing a new Assassin's Creed game every year? And if they weren't, it was a Far Cry. Right. And then they took a few years off and they put Assassin's Creed on a hiatus until they kind of like revamped it. And then they came out with Assassin's Creed. What was it? Origins? Yeah. Which they changed the they changed the whole formula for for that game. And then Odyssey came out and it just expanded on that even more. And then Odyssey was a great game, too. It, it had its kind of quirkiness to it, but what not, whatever. And then they came out with, what is it, Finn Valhalla? Assassin's Creed Valhalla, the, yeah. the Thor-y one? Right, the, the uh, Viking one. And it was kind of like, meh, people didn't really necessarily like it all that much, but it was a launch title for uh, for the next-gen consoles. But they haven't released anything since. And that, that game came out, what, like three years ago? Yeah. Right? So, and they're still creating content for that stuff. But Call of Duty, again, is back into this yearly release cycle. So maybe it is a good thing if they if they go to a bi-yearly release cycle because then it allows them to really focus and, and advance. And the, the one thing about the Call of Duty games, though, is that they're always pushing the limits of the technology. Right? Like as far as they can, game, yeah. Yeah, like each game always looks better than the last one, even if it's on the same hardware. They try. Yeah. My question is, Elden Ring. I mean, they still technically won. I didn't realize that Sony bought Elden Ring's developer. Mm-hmm. So that that is a thing. It was also announced to be a PS5 exclusive. It was, but, and, and a lot of the advertising, a lot of the marketing was only on PS5. So I thought for the longest time it was a PS5 exclusive. And 100%. then I saw in, then I thought, saw in store that, oh, you can get it for, for Xbox as well. You I know, just think I, Sony doesn't want to come to the dance with like sharing. Because like, oh, no. do, you, do you know how cut off Sony, like the, the Major League Baseball games pissed Sony off that Microsoft got a, a chance at the table. But doesn't Insomniac want to have the ability to put Spider-Man on Xbox now that it's on PC? I think so. See, the thing is, is it's also only hurting developers by only having their games on one console, having it as an exclusive. You know, some Sony games do eventually come out on PC, but it takes forever for that to happen. This would be I, like I, in the United States having iPhone only available on Sprint and Samsung on AT&T or T-Mobile. Yeah. yeah. See, like with, with Microsoft having a lot of these uh, game companies, like they're releasing it on multiple platforms. All of their first party games are coming out on PC at the same time as console. So it's not alienating a whole market. I don't know. It's it'll be very interesting to see the outcome of this because I think this this purchase, if it if it goes through, I can see Sony being very aggressive with a lot of their marketing, a lot of the money that they put into to games, and like they're gonna 
be trying to purchase more developers or or licenses. Like I could see Sony trying to purchase a, the exclusive licenses to like Star Wars games, for example. Right, which Just was so, also announced at the Game Awards. Well, there was another game announced, not yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is going to be a, a, a big turning point for the gaming industry, I think, because if it goes through, it's going to mean that Microsoft has the ability and the money and the power to acquire pretty much whatever they want. And as long as they don't become essentially like, as long as they don't change their their ideals and their viewpoint on like the, the gaming industry and and games for all it should be fine but then if it doesn't go through then i i can see there being a lot more aggressive uh, like microsoft is going to have a more aggressive stance on the the companies and the games that they have already like there's no chance in hell that elder scrolls Starfield? 6 yeah. and starfield are ever going to go out on a, a playstation console after that if this Honestly? doesn't go through because of sony one of two things is going to happen and it's going to suck. Sony's going to spend all this money and then they're going to win and then they're going to buy Call of Duty. And Microsoft is going to be like, oh my God. And then nobody's going to want to play. It'll just be back and forth and everybody will go play Fortnite. The bigger thing that I, I think can actually happen is if this deal gets blocked, I think you're right. Microsoft's pettiness level is going to go to a new level, but any Sony piece of technology that runs anything windows taxed just everything is going to be worse. Sony's going to be like, or Microsoft's mm-hmm. going to be like, okay, you know what? Fuck you. We're done here. We're done. Yeah. You know, I could see Sony, I could see Microsoft increasing the costs of licensing to Sony for stuff. Right. Because like when you, when you buy a laptop, for example, and it comes pre-installed with windows on it, you're, you're paying for that license because the company that made that laptop has, bought a volume license for those computers, right? So I could see Microsoft increasing the cost of that for all Sony hardware or Sony like made hardware. So I don't know. It it, it could be a slippery slope and ultimately the who's going to be hurt the most? Gamers. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's not necessarily true because Sony gamers think everything else is dog water. Well, you know, what's actually really funny. If you ever see if you see the same thread or the same thing posted in the Xbox subreddit or PlayStation subreddit, the PlayStation one is always very filled with like the hardcore fanboys saying things like, you know, it's it's like always just making comments about how Microsoft sucks and they're just ruining everything, blah, 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 blah. But then if you look in the Xbox one, you do get a little bit of a little bit of that. But for the most part, it's people are saying like this is only good for the the community right like why would sony not want to have this developer like and the thing is is microsoft has the money to fund these companies even if they're making shitty games agreed right sony will shut down a company if it's not making the money or they'll they'll merge it with something else, or they'll divide it up into smaller subsidies, like like EA's done with a lot of things, right? And I mean, Microsoft Sony has enough, practically bleeds money anyway, so yeah. And Microsoft has enough money to float companies 
until they come out with a hit or 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 whatnot. Like if did do you remember watching the uh, Xbox documentary? Yeah, I saw the first two. I don't think I ever finished it. Oh, uh, you gotta finish it because it does really show how Microsoft has has really changed their opinions and and their views on on the gaming industry from the initial release of the Xbox to at the the time of the the inter, or the documentary, it was kind of like the Xbox One X or something like that. But yeah, I'm looking at VG charts right now. And they're claiming that Sony has sold essentially 5,000 more units every single month than Xbox this year. Oh, it's including the sale of PS4s. Never mind. Never mind. You know what I haven't seen for sale in a while? A PS4. So this is PlayStation 5 total sales, 27,000. Xbox Series X, 19,000. Where are these 27,000 PlayStations? Or 27 um, million, 27 million, some like scalpers uh, garage. Like, I think some of these numbers are a little fabricated. I'm not saying the PlayStation is a bad unit. I think Sony PlayStation, you know, like individualized gamers are hella toxic. Oh, they are. Speaking of toxicity. Some sad news came down this week. We lost both Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman and Henry Cavill, Henry Cavill as Superman. James Gunn's newly reformed DC universe is cutting ties with all the original Suicide or uh, Justice League members. Uh, apparently, he's still in talks to have Ben Affleck direct a Batman movie, but I don't know if that means also participate. But well, people are really I thought upset that Ben about Affleck wasn't going to be two. Batman anymore, anyways. But he was in talks to return, and then Wonder Woman, uh, what's her name? Patty Jenkins, Mm -hmm. the one who was originally going to do, holy crap, what Star Wars movie did she walk away from? Oh, geez. Oh, like to direct? Yeah. Uh, Rogue 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 Squadron. Rogue Squadron. She walked away from it because it was going to take too long to make. And she was guaranteed a three movie deal with Wonder Woman in which she did Wonder Woman. Then she did Wonder Woman 1984. And now she has no Wonder Woman three because that has been cut off the slate. From what we're reading on online. Why did they cut Gal Gadot? Uh, Probably because she costs too much money or James Gunn doesn't like her. I'm willing to bet Chris Pratt is a fucking DC member very soon. (laughs) <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Well, Chris Pratt and Batman. I would not be surprised. Oh, she uh, spoke yesterday here. What did she speak? I'm not one to talk about private career matters, but I will not allow inaccuracies to continue. Um, here are the facts. When we started, uh, when there started being backlash about Wonder Woman 3 not happening, the attractive clickbait false story that it was me that killed it or that I walked away. Or, um, that I walked away and it's simply not true. I was open to considering anything they asked me and it was my understanding there was nothing I could do to move forward at this time. DV, uh, DC is obviously buried in their changes that they want to make and I understand these decisions are difficult right now. James Gunn is just get like he's like, yeah, you know what? I'm a big guy now. I run an entire studio and he's cleaning house. The thing that I find slightly funny. Now, I don't find it funny that anybody loses their job. But Henry Cavill 
comes back at the end of Black Adam, DC's best movie ever, according to some people. But most people just think it's a terrible movie. And he reappears as Superman. So that would be his fifth, fourth appearance as Superman. So the first two Superman movies. Or there was one. It was Man of Steel, um, Superman versus Batman, or Batman versus Superman. Yeah, then Justice League. Justice League, part one and part two. And then this would have been his fifth appearance in a Shazam style movie. And he was let go this week. And he is pissed. Yeah, so like he, was a good, he was a good Superman. He was, I think, an amazing Superman. Yeah. But they said that they wanted to have an earlier story of Superman. How, how earlier? Because we've already had the early stories of Superman. Among Every those, single Superman has it. Among those on the slate is Superman. In the initial stages, our story will focus on the earlier part of Superman's life. So the character will not be played by Cavill. But we just had a great meeting with Henry and we're big fans. And we talked about a number of exciting possibilities in the future. And <laughs> Henry Cavill was just like, yeah, I'm not happy. Yeah. I respect that James and Peter want to uh, have a universe they want to build. And I wish them and all involved the best of luck and the happiest opportunities. So he's, I think, written it off. Well, you know what? They don't need Superman or Wonder Woman or Batman anymore because they have the rock. And the greatest the rock... DC superhero ever made. So was this his plan the whole time? I will I will rebuild the DCU by getting rid of all the people. <laughs> right? I then, don't like it. I don't like, know. I like I'm I'm a fan of movies in general. And I know Martin Scorsese hates superhero movies because he thinks they're not movies. Mm-hmm. But like, please enlighten me. Then what am I watching? I know. You're you're watching a documentary series. <laughs> <laughs> the docu-series on how Superman once again left Krypton. Yeah, it's it's an interesting change of pace. Like obviously the the Superman movies haven't been doing amazing, right? Because they were never really I know. What do you I want? Know, I know. But I mean like when when we take like Wonder Woman, the the first Wonder Woman movie did great like it was it was pretty good like it was a little cliche near the end but still 1984 was trash batman versus superman was meh hey martha yeah (laughs) why are you saying that name it's like, did we just become best friends? Yup. Yup. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> Practice karate in the garage. And then Justice League just was blah. And then the Snyder Cut didn't really make it any better. Not at all. So the whole DC universe from the get-go has been pretty much tr- crap. So I, I I don't know. It's hard to say what they're what they're going to do or what the plan is because we have no idea. But so, I think this also not isn't necessarily a bad thing for Henry Cavill or Cavill. Yeah, it's time to move away. It does move open on. up options for other things. Like he was great in Mission Impossible Fallout. And I could see him playing more character types like that. I did see a post on on Reddit and someone had suggested what are people's thoughts on him being the next James Bond? 
which is quite an interesting concept. He's not British or anything like that. I'd is say he? yes, please. But I think it James- would be an interesting take on James Bond. So James Bond is just an agent name and 007 is just a number. Exactly. Right. But it would be a, it would be I think he would be a good a good James Bond. Uh, he couldn't be a new Ethan Hawke because we're getting Mission Impossible. What? Nine. I th- Ethan Hawke. Yeah, that's not his name. Oh, wait, no. Ethan Hawke is the actual actor. Ethan. Ethan, what? What's his what's. These are your favorite movies. They're not my favorite movies. Uh, Mission Impossible. <laughs> Ethan Hunt. There Ethan Hunt. Ethan. That's it. Started with an H. <laughs> I knew. See, I was close. I was in the same range of alphabet letters. Yeah, totally. I'm. Uh, I'm hopeful that. Oh man, I just. I hope he lands on his feet. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know someone with that much money, and <laughs> well, then the thing is, he he stopped being Geralt or Geralt, whatever, from the Witcher series. Yeah, because he cleaned his slate to be in Superman. Yeah. What a terrible decision. But don't and worry. He's a detective in Enola Holmes, so that's a thing. Well, I think both. that's a movie he's in with. Oh, what's her face? She plays Eleven in Stranger Things. Yeah, I don't know her name, but apparently those movies aren't Billy too Bobby bad. Brown. Apparently those movies aren't too bad. Stranger Things? Uh, the uh, Alona Holmes movies. Enola Holmes. It's okay. Yeah. I don't expect you to know everything, David. It's okay. My Christmas oh. wish this year is for you to know five actors randomly that I present. <laughs> Just five. Sorry. That is one Christmas wish that will not come true. Selected at random. It's actually pretty funny because I've I've had a few comments made to me, which is like, David... You know, the sh- the podcast is enjoyable. You know, we like listening to it and all this stuff. But for someone doing a podcast about pop culture, movies, TV shows, you f- <laughs> you do not know anyone's names. But I've never really been the kind of person to really care about famous people. I like the characters that they play in movies and TV shows, but the people themselves couldn't really give a shit about them. And you know what? That's helpful in itself. Hey, speaking of randomness, did you, because it expired the other day, did you pick up Divide Knockout for PlayStation when it was free? Was that part of PlayStation Plus? Yeah. I think I did, yeah. Yeah, so it was like a Founders Edition. It's literally 3D Super Smash Brothers. It's neat. Oh, it's like like third person, right? Yeah, you're like mythical creature or um, gods and stuff. So you could be like Thor, but it's like on a 3D plane, not just a 2D side by side fighter. Mm-hmm. It's a cool game. What Chanel, isn't a cool game is the first game of the 12 Days of Christmas from <laughs> Epic. Yeah, so everyone run out. Actually, by now you you would have missed it by the time that this episode releases. The first game of epic games free game series is literally a mobile game that i have on my ipad do you actually yeah uh, apparently I... though it was it's worth 14.99 yay look david and i have had this conversation 
we can never really complain about free shit. But when the games you gave away last week included Saints Row and you hyped up, oh my god, Epic Games, free games every month or every day until Christmas, this sucks. Mm-hmm. Absolutely sucks. I sucks. I'm sad. Yeah, I, I'm hoping that uh, the game next that the rest of them Tomorrow? just get better. Uh, Prime Games, like Amazon Prime, if you have uh, Amazon Prime, you're part of Prime Gaming. They are actually coming out with some pretty, pretty good games for the holidays or Christmas and stuff like that. Like, shit, what was it? Uh, it starts with a D. Double backflip. No. Doom. Dune. Delta Force. Anyways, they came. They're 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 coming out with a a bunch of Ducktales. You're you're just messing me up now. Hold on. Divine Knockout. See. No. Dishonored Two. Oh, Ducktales. Yeah, Ducktales. <laughs> uh, apparently, okay. So games for between December twenty seventh and January third. These games are going to be free on Prime Gaming. Dishonored 2, Metal Slug, Metal Slug X, Metal Slug 3, Real Bout, Fatal Fury. So just a bunch of fighting games. But Dishonored 2, that's like a solid game. And if you like fighting games, but still. But do you get to own it or is it just a free trial for the month? No, no, no. Like you, you get them. Now, I don't know how because I've had Amazon Prime for. For a few years now. I don't know if you lose access to these games when you no longer subscribe to Amazon Prime. I'd assume it's the same as everything else. If but no it depends because like no s- some of them are actually like some of them are keys for Epic Games. Some of them are part of like the Prime launcher. Like right now you can get Quake, like the original Quake for free. And it's a key for Epic games. So it's always, you get it forever. Things like, yeah, most of the stuff is like in game, in game items and whatnot, but I'm going to have so much stuff for call of duty when I start playing it, when I'm allowed to play it on Christmas. Oh, because you're watching all these Twitch streams and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, not really. Have you seen high on life? It came out last week on game pass and it's like the streamers dream right now. IGN has it as a 10. The user score is about a six. The, the word on the street is games can only be so funny for so long until it's not funny. And a lot of people just are like Rick and Morty humor is great in small doses. I've, I like, I, I know I sent you a few clips. I've downloaded the game and I've started it. I can see how it gets annoying rather quickly. Some of it's like really funny shock value right away. Mm-hmm. If you pause the game, the game gets mad at you for pausing the game, which is pretty funny. And chirps you. It's like, and what game? Just pressing the pause button constitutes shooting a gun. I think that's pretty funny. Yeah, they may they poke a little fun at Fallout. I just I don't know if I'm gonna. It kind of gives me bug snacks vibes. Mm. Okay, yeah, that's fair. You know, remember the gun in Borderlands? It was like Borderlands two or three. Maybe it was the first one as well. Where it's like a depressed gun. Kind of, yeah. So when you kill someone, it will say something like really sad. <laughs> I'm like, a that depressed person, gun. That person had a family. <laughs> Things like that. 
like that was interesting because like that game had a lot of humor in it but it was not like it was in small doses right it was kind of built into the story but it wasn't just like non-stop and then and then you get this gun that makes these comments which is like okay i'm going to use this for a while but it's not a gun that you're going to use for the entire game anyways you're going to find something better than it so i don't know like you know I'll, i'll give it a try I'll probably laugh quite a bit at some of the stuff, but then like you said, some sometimes these jokes just get get old. And this I think game this is game d- is designed for David. This game is <laughs> I think this game is its whole marketing point is the jokes. Yeah. Right? Like that's what it's using to sell itself. Rick and Morty is the other selling feature. Finally, before we go, it's a it's a little bit of a quicker episode tonight. We've uh, we've been pretty busy. We ran our final trivia of the year last night. How'd that go? Really well, really well. We did a Christmas palooza of of moviness, and uh, we we tried to stay away from like TV as much as possible, but. There was a really good time. The wheelbag enthusiasts were, were our big winners. With, uh, I want to say, 1,015 points. Impressive. Now, That's like almost now, a perfect game. I don't I don't know if you read the, the doc that I built, but I'm going to ask you the final Jeopardy question on the spot. All right. According to IMDb, what Christmas song has appeared in the most Christmas movies? White Christmas. Incorrect. It is Jingle Bells. Oh, I guess. Is that a song? Yeah, Jingle Bells is a song. It has it has lyrics, it has music. You know, Jingle Bells, Batman Smells, Robin laid an egg. That 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 old ditty. Oh yeah, and then it was DC fell, Black Adam Sucked. succeeded. And <laughs> the Joker got away somewhere. Actually, there is a speaking of the Joker, there's a, some new screenshots of the new Joker movie. Ooh. Yeah. It's just Joaquin Phoenix being washed <laughs> or something like that. But uh, that one will be interesting to see kind of like where they where they take that. So obviously you guys know that we we kind of record a fun Christmas episode for Christmas. But David, I got to ask you, what is one thing? you're really looking forward to this holiday season because next week we are into the thick of it. We, we may have already recorded an episode. You guys don't know, but what are you looking forward to the most? Uh, Honestly, I have 10 days in a row where I don't have to work. And I am looking forward to just being able to do whatever I want for those days. We've decided that we're not traveling. We're not going to go back home for Christmas this year. Um, it's our first Christmas in our our new home and all that stuff. So might as well stay here and enjoy it. But for 10 days, I can David as many games as I want. And I don't have anyone telling me otherwise. Except me, who will judge you from afar. From a very far, far away. I've got... After Christmas, I work three days and then I'm off to like the middle of the first week of January. I think I have seven consecutive days off, which I'm really excited for. I'm excited to like, just hang out, spend some time with the family and just, you know, relax. 
I, I think I definitely need it for sure. Yeah. And it's, uh, it, it's a very draining time of year for those of us that aren't children anymore. <laughs> yeah. Being an adult is hard, but also maybe David and I will finally get to either play in Gloomhaven with you all or Star Wars Lego. That would be quite nice. We, we, we will get to it for sure. Yeah. Now, David, I have one more question for you. Because this came up in a conversation, and I, I want to ask our viewers, I'm gonna our listeners, I'm gonna put a poll up as well. So you remember the little ditty from when you were a kid, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer? That's correct, I do. Do you remember all the things that you would say after a line? So it would be like, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer had a very shiny nose, and then somebody would be like, like a light bulb. Yeah. And if you ever saw it, you would even say it glows again, like a light bulb. I want you to help me finish this song because I'm curious as to how people end the song, but I want to see how many things are the same because I've learned from my other half that the song is different and we only lived like we grew up about an hour and a half apart. Okay. So all of the other reindeer used to laugh and call him names. What would you guys like Pinocchio? Yeah, I'd agree. They never let poor Rudolph, Rudolph, join in any reindeer games. Like like Monopoly. Then one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa came to say. In his underwear. Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? Then all the reindeer loved Loved him. him. And they shouted out with glee. With glee. Yeah, you didn't say it nice enough. With glee. Yeah. Rudolph Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer reindeer yeah you'll go down in his story like george washington thank you <laughs> thank you what uh, what is the other one What's like the other elvis one? like elvis what the hell right like i, I who the sh- fuck says like elvis i was shocked that has never been a thing right so i'm glad we got to do this exercise <laughs> but like like Elvis. Like, what the no. hell? No. Like, like George Washington. Yeah. Like Elvis. There's See, not even enough sim- syllables to really make it s- sound right. Oh, my God. Up, we grew up 45 <laughs> minutes away. So I guess the, the diameter. Listeners, tell us if we're wrong. Who is your historical figure at the end of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? <laughs> Someone's going to say like Malcolm X or something like that. And then we're going to be like, what the... Yeah. Like George Bush. What? <laughs> like Donald Trump. There we go. That's the 2022 that's a, Southern <laughs> edition. It's just completely fixed. Yeah. All right. So let us know what you guys think. If you like what you're listening to, comment, subscribe. If you're a fan of the podcast or a fan of our trivia, which we're hoping to bring up north to the new year or mm-hmm. in the new year, rather mm-hmm. keep telling us what you guys want to hear. We love themes. We love having a good time and we love hearing from you for myself and David. That Hansel's so hot right now. Thank you so much for listening. And we will catch you on the next episode of the scene on screen podcast. Peace. <laughs>